1: Welcome back to the Get More Success podcast. I'm Warwick Murray, your host from WarwickMurray.com. I'm very excited today to be speaking with Natasha Denman from The Ultimate 48 Hour Author. Welcome, Natasha, to the call.
0: Thank you, Warwick. I'm very excited.
1: Excellent. Now, you have just done some amazing stuff over the last four or five years since I've known you. So I want to start off with a question that I ask absolutely everybody, which is, How do you define success?
0: I define success having the freedom to do what you want from wherever you want and with whomever you want. And to really choose um, the people you hang out with, uh, the time you have to spend with your family and on yourself, more importantly. And then to actually really almost turn this game of business into a game. Um, I realized over the summer break that actually my business was my entertainment because aside from looking after my children, I was starting to feel like I missed the entertainment of being on social media and doing email and doing my events and speaking. So really I was thinking what, what boring life would be if I didn't have my business. (laughs)
1: <laughs> now, now speaking of that, you, you do have some, some kids and you're, you're busy as a mom as well and you were one of the finalists with the Oz Mompreneur Awards uh, in, the, in the last year or so. So how do, you, how do you balance that, like making sure the kids get the attention they need and your business gets the attention they need and you enjoy the process at the same time?
0: Well, I'm very lucky to have a husband who is also part of this business. So I'm not going to say, hey, I'm doing it all uh, because he's a very nurturing soul and uh, also an amazing copywriter. So I kind of get a best of both worlds and an amazing cook. So we tend to go with this uh, motto of you work hard, you play hard. So when we're on, we don't have much time to connect with our children or ourselves. But when we're off, we kind of uh, full on have this time. So I don't know if you heard me say, but we generally have about three and a half months off in the year couple of months at the end, in the middle we have a bit of a breather, and then a lot of mini holidays like the Easter break. Whenever there's a long weekend where we can block out three or four days even though we're not bound to public holidays, generally everyone else is on that break, so why not go when, when there's lots of people around? So um, there is a, a, a very heavy schedule, uh, either heavily based towards business or life. but sometimes we're able to achieve this flow where say when we go to Queensland, we take the whole family you know, do a lot of business things. So we're kind of doing both things at once. So there is flow and then there's that on or off kind of periods.
1: Fantastic. So so give us a bit of a, uh, uh, an idea of your background because you first started and I started saying stuff about you. There was the, the ultimate weight loss program and then there was some um, ultimate business mentoring and a few. So everything's ultimate because obviously yes. that's a really good branding. So just give us a bit of a history of, Where have you come from to lead up to now the ultimate 48-hour author?
0: Yeah, so when I started out, I was a very generic life coach, came out of coaching school six years ago almost now, and... um, And I didn't know, all I wanted to do is coach, but coaching doesn't sell. You've got to solve a problem for people. And I tend to uh, have uh, those clients who were wanting to help work on their health issues, and specifically they were saying to me, I want to lose 10 kilos, I want you to help me get there with my mindset because that's the toughest part, those last 10. And so um, I started being this mindset mentor, but I sub-niche within Ultimate Weight Loss, lose the last 10 kilos, which was the difference that made the difference where I was different from everyone else in weight loss who just was very generic. I wrote a book um, on this topic, uh, pretty much a coaching book, but tied in around this problem of weight loss. And that's the difference that took my business from having two or three clients in the first 12 months to a full book of clients in 90 days. And then people in health and wellness also said to me, uh, how did you do this? How did you write the book? And um, they wanted product development mentoring, uh, yeah. which eventuated into obviously me getting to an ultimate 48 hour author system, which is how I wrote my third book and discovered that I could pass this on as a, as a system to other people when to publish for the first time.
1: So how many authors with the, the ultimate 48 hour author, how many authors have you helped go through that process?
0: We're over 100 now. Not every single one of the 100 um, is fully published because they're in, um, in transit, if you like, at the moment. So we've fully published about 65, like start to finish, and the other 35, are it's either their retreat's about to come up, they've just finished, or they're in the pro- uh, progress. What we pride ourselves with is that 100% of our uh, uh, authors do complete at a minimum their book. And at a maximum, they're building and leveraging their businesses to whatever uh, however si- whatever size they've envisioned, whether it's six, seven figures, or they're getting gigs or speaking um, and positioning themselves really well. So that's one uh, thing that's just basically I cannot let anyone just throw money down the toilet when they invest in our program because it is a high-end program. And even now, just the other day, we decided that some of our authors that perhaps... Um, a little bit late in handing in their manuscripts. we now re-invited them to attend another retreat. This is a new initiative just from three days ago. Um, we're going to reinvite them for just cost price, a, bit, a little bit extra for our time to just refocus them and go, come on, let's get this book across the line. And it's great because we keep building these raving fans and they just love retreats. So they've come back as many times as they could, I reckon.
1: So, so tell me about the process because it's not just the forty eight hours, here's two days and everything's done. There's actually a bit of pre-work and then there's time because you know printing a book takes time, but it's not the the creatives time, it's the process of actually physically printing it. So run me through what is the process that someone would go through to get their book at the other end?
0: Okay, so purely just a book project without the education of the marketing and business side two hours with us one of our team where we unpack the book and one of their chapters so they know what to do for the the rest of the book uh they get given the structure the system the checklist then they spend about 10 to 12 hours on their own uh unpacking the rest of the chapter so when they come at retreat they've got all their cheat notes as we like to say and through the cheat notes they're able to speak out their books so once they have spoken it out on that sunday pretty much it goes into transcription and we've got a a niched book transcriptionist who's very accurate, very, you know, sort of paragraphs things where you. It's not just a blob of text. Yep. He does it all. A real person. I hate the software that does that stuff just doesn't work very well. Um, and once that comes back to them, so they have a little bit of a breather when it's in the hands of Richard. And once it comes back from Richard, it's like a cleanup process, which is you spend about an hour and a half to two hours at the most per chapter to do the little tidy up, adding extra bits and pieces Um, I say that takes about 15 to 20 hours of work on the author's part and then they put everything in order goes into publishing which is what what you were talking about a process that will take eight to 12 weeks of the of the proper edit um, and the what's um, the layout stage book covers and all that sort of stuff so anywhere between we've had a book come out in 56 days that's our record Uh, that was a absolutely crazy deadlines and uh, the person had to just really had a deadline to work towards because there was an expo. Um, her book was admittedly around 23,000 words, not the general 40 45,000 um, because her target market does not have a very long attention span. They yeah. are auto repair mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was the record book. One of, uh, two of mine have come out in about 72 days. Um, so that's, that's fastest and then, uh, average four or five months.
1: Okay. So the, the, the 40, 45,000 words, what sort of page numbers are you talking there?
0: 160, okay. 170, thereabouts. Your standard size book, most yes. you would say, if you, you were to take an average, are about that many.
1: Right. Um, uh, now I've, I've been along to some of your presentations and, and seen you in action. You're a very, driven and motivated individual and 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 also very passionate and high energy so how do you believe that that has really helped you with your success like is that constant drive is that something that you purposely have to work at or is that just a natural gift that you have
0: oh no I don't have to work at it I really enjoy it um, in saying that though, you do get tired from time to time. So you, I would say, let's say 80% of it, it just happens naturally. And it's like, I'm ready. I'm going to go, I'm going to do this. The 20% when I'm feeling a little bit tired, I just have to manage my state. So it does. And you're absolutely right. Enthusiasm sells like nothing else. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big believer if people truly believe in their product as well. And they're so passionate about it because before the authoring, I'm not sure if you knew, but I licensed the weight loss system and the business product development system. And I actually did sell a lot of those licenses here in uh, Australia and one in the US, I even sold one over there. But the thing was people were not getting the results simply because they weren't following through. And that, if, even though that wasn't my fault, it was still I was kind of still on some level taking it to heart and I didn't want to take money and be paid and they're just letting this stuff sit on the shelf not that it didn't work it did so when I bypass I say I trick people into becoming successful to finish their book at a minimum uh by having that outcome I totally feel like you know that I deserve to be paid and this is a life-changing thing we're birthing a book for all these authors who would have waited a long time to do it i've been doing it for a long time so now it's like we turn over seven figures now second year in a row uh it's finished that we've done that and it just feels right uh everyone's happy and um and those that are obviously grow businesses that are you know six seven figures and beyond then those are
1: obviously our superstars as well as part of the program. So it's fair to say that what you're doing now is different from what you did when you first started. So you've actually tried a few things before you've gone, no, nah, this is it. This is what I'm yeah. here to be, to be sort of doing. So are you still doing that weight loss and, and the business program stuff? Or is that that's sort of available, but that's not your focus? Correct. Yeah,
0: it's available, but it's not my focus um i have been approached by people who are interested in the license and all that and i often even talk them out of it i said if you're not going to move your own mountains with this program with this work with this uh training that i'll give you everything is available here at your fingertips and you've got the program you just got to go out and do the legwork to find those clients for yourself then don't buy it i don't invest in it because i say only three percent of people ever do something when they invest into something that's a few thousand dollars to tens of thousands of dollars. So I actually, I don't know, for me, it's like I like to speak the truth. I don't want to over-promise and under-deliver. So I kind of said, this is what's going to happen from the outset. And generally, people are never surprised that you said one thing and then it's another. So I'm actually very transparent. Sometimes, hey, that could be the detriment that I don't make as many sales or I don't convert as much. But I think I'm pretty happy with what we're doing. Um, And so are my clients, so I can get any of my clients to speak to the authors or whatever, and they'll get the same sort of feedback from most people. In a
1: way, that's sort of, it's a quality control for you. You're right up front, you're telling them how it is, warts and all. So for the people who wouldn't be a success going into it, then it's like you prefer not to have them because it's just gonna suck your energy anyway, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and that's what was happening when when only 3% of people were doing stuff with the licensing. And he was, I thought when he was going really hot and excited and new, I thought that they were like, you know, the first three or four months that I would be doing that forever. It was just the best thing since sliced bread. And my husband actually got, got to quit his job uh, because of that, you know, when we leveraged a bit more from just me consulting. But um, obviously it wasn't the case a year later, we saw like with time how we had the dropouts and the people stopped doing and actioning. But this way, it's
1: really, really, really uh, rewarding what we're doing now. So, how do you go? You've just said your husband works with you. There's a lot of people I know who have, you know, they might have a great relationship, but they're like, oh, I'm not sure I'd work together. What are the secrets? I'm assuming that you work well together. So, what are the secrets of your success as a couple, both working together, raising parents, and having a life together?
0: yeah um we've always been destined to work together because we've met in our uh, in my second job ever with opsm i used to be in the optical industry for 12 years and then we also worked in Specsavers together and now finally again converged with the business once he was able to leave his day job so we always kind of had the exact same sort of path and he really um so our values are completely different yet complementary Because his highest value is family and home and mine is like business, education, money, those kind of things. So they're really well aligned together and we kind of don't have this uh, unspoken, uh, we know what each other needs to do. There's actually not too many business meetings as as such. He just gets on with what he knows. We've just said your customer service Uh, You will be nurturing and following up and making sure our authors are right. I'm sales and marketing and I hired a VA a few weeks ago who is now admin and crappy jobs that we don't, we shouldn't be bogged down with, right? So, um, so that's pretty much it. And then we've got a Facebook support person, uh, which is now obviously getting more team members, uh, leverages the business and grows it and everyone knows what their position in the company is.
1: So one of the the you've put out a book uh Ninja Couch Market because you've published five books is that right five?
0: Um so I've been a contributor in two. Yep. Uh, there's been four that I've published um, one co-authored and three on my own and now there's one co-authored coming out Bums and Seats. So if I say I'm writing my seventh title that probably <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay. So one of those is Ninja Couch Marketing and I love that title and I and I love the whole concept. So uh, how much of what you what you you were writing about ninja couch marketing is uh, applies to what you're actually doing? Like, uh, what are some of those marketing secrets for your success?
0: Yeah, social media is huge. So that book is particularly what can you do from the couch without having to leave your home to build your brand. Um, and I co wrote it uh, with Donna Brown, and I talked about the things that I've done. I could probably now write another fifteen chapters because since that came out three. I think it was three years ago or so, um, I've trialed and tested many more now obviously paid advertising strategies that you can do online. So um, social media would have to be down, right, probably 80% of how I get my business, Uh, specifically Facebook. uh, You'd know that we've got a huge Facebook group called Ultimate Business Support um, that's got nearing 12,000 members. Um, and nurturing those relationships. So not just having them online. So even everyone's dream is just to be on the couch and market, I think it's a a balance between both. You go and meet these people. For example, I travel all over Australia doing my introductory events. I meet authors on on these travels who become an author straight away. Some don't, but guess what? I'll friend them on Facebook, I connect on LinkedIn, and then we hang out. We just hang out on social, and one day they're ready to do something and I'm still there because I've been adding value and, and connecting with my personal and business life. And that's the thing, I think, I believe, you, you've gotta become famous offline first before you get famous online and then oh. people start connecting you.
1: Yeah, so how much time would you spend on your Facebook page nurturing those relationships? And, and is it you or is it your husband or is it have you got someone else that actually does that or a combination?
0: Uh, it's been fully me up until this point. Stuart was doing a bit of the fan page posts. Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal page and like within a group, I'd, it's always would be me. Uh, now what I've done is my, with my virtual assistant, she's got a role where because I get a lot of friend requests and connections, and I never like to accept anyone before I have started some kind of conversation, found out where have they come from. Because usually it is through a referral. If someone told me about you or. Someone said I should be following you, right? That's usually the answer. So my VA has a little template and she says, hey, Warwick, thanks for the friend week at Have we met somewhere before? Is it through mutual friends? You know, warm regards, Nat. And then you would reply and say, oh, you know, we've met here or whatever. Because most people will just click friend and won't tell you why they're friending you. So rather than because we have a limit of the amount of connections we can have on Facebook especially, I would want to know: Is this a good quality, high quality connection? Um, if they if they don't speak back within seven days, um, she'll go in and see if they've responded. If they haven't; they just get deleted out because obviously they're not paying attention to what's going on. They're probably just going around clicking friend, friend, friend. And the same thing happens on LinkedIn. We say uh, in a little bit more professional tone: We go, you know, thanks for the connection. Um, you know, just curious, what was it that uh, what was it about my profile that prompted you to connect? very short just one sentence and then they start to say or open up you know I've gotten so many people into my workshops just from that one introductory sentence and then there's Oh someone told me I want to come to your event oh my next event is this day and off they go in their book and and that's just one just one way so uh that is so I'd say now there's three of us that kind of do a little uh, social.
1: So apart from LinkedIn and Facebook, do you use any other social medias? Like are you on Pinterest and all those sort of fun
0: stuff? Not Pinterest, Periscope. I do Periscope. Um, I'm gonna tap into Blab as well because video is huge nowadays. And video, I don't know if you know, but uh, in terms of Facebook advertising, it's converting like crazy. Uh, We started doing video ads, I think the last six-ish months. Um, and our um, rooms are getting double the amount of people to what we were spending. So a lot more use of that um, overall and those video um, social media platforms. So I do like a a style like this uh, go to webinar meeting on a Monday, but I'll broadcast it as well on Periscope. So I'll kind of do it through two platforms to get as much reach as possible. So um, my main ones, I always say focus on one or two that you're going to do really, really well and maybe dabble in a couple more. But don't do like
1: 10. 10 you it's know. overwhelming. Like there's, just, there's more than enough stuff to do already, let alone master 15 different social no media outlets. No
0: way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, you've talked about uh, putting bums on seats a little bit, and I know that this is something that you, you're getting into. So obviously something has evolved with your events. You're getting good feedback, and people have started to say, how do you get bums on seats, which is the biggest issue when it comes to running open events. It is a real challenge. So... Tell me a little bit how that came about and what that actually is.
0: Okay, so it's a natural next step from authoring and I always tend to hear what people see in me that they want for themselves. So they can kind of say, well, how do you travel all over show? How do you get a gig over in Perth or Adelaide or whatever? Because I don't really um, look out for paid speaking as such because I see a lot of value in being positioned for free. Someone else has worked hard to fill the room, right? And then I start building these relationships everywhere and I always bundle up my speaking gigs and always have two or three things to do when I go somewhere. So it's worthwhile the trip. So they started saying to me, well, how do you do this? And then we see you doing these half day events all over the country. And then ultimately what they're after, they want to run their own retreats. But to get to that point, you've got to trace back what are the initial steps, which is Uh, running your own networking group like I did uh, with Ultimate Business Support and now I've handed over the leadership but I've got now groups in Sydney, Adelaide and uh, Melbourne which get me to speak there (laughs) once a year as well and I support them. Um, I say three-prong, you've got to have your own networking group, I believe, where you're sort of uh, uh, practising filling the room in a um, non-salesy approach. I guess you're just connecting with people. Then speaker at um, events for free right? Put it out there, create yourself a speaker bio, and then certainly take the responsibility and run some valuable workshops, which is your event that's going to feed into something else. So I think it's a three-pronged approach. And my authors, once they get their books, they're kind of going, okay, that's great. We've learned lots and we've learned a lot because I teach a lot of marketing. But if you do want to go deep with bums on seats, it's an art form Mm. And this is why I'm doing a mastermind at my home for 10 people this year and we've got it in live streaming as well as we're filming everything so at the same time not only am I running it and getting paid live stream I'm running it at home getting paid for the live which is your top dollar one but then it's gonna be a product at the end of the year isn't it because I'm filming it in the room so really what you might think initially is X amount of income it's really endless to depending on how you promote it so Bubbles and Seats is really the next step and I'm writing it with Francesca Moy because she's uh, doing amazing things up in Queensland. So with both of our ideas, it's just double the value and we have a lot of fun together.
1: Fantastic. So what you've obviously very passionate about what you're talking about. You can, that comes across big time. So what drives you? What is it that excites you about business that, that keeps you, you doing this?
0: Oh gosh. As I said before, it's the entertainment at certain point of time, the money is is great because I look to invest and I have a goal to be able to choose um, what I do. I guess fully. Um, I don't want to call it retirement because it's got a, like a bad stigma connotation. <laughs> and you'll
1: keep working no matter what, won't you? Because you'll <laughs> always be speaking. There'll be you'll probably get up to like eighty or ninety books and that kind of stuff. So you'll always be doing something.
0: Yeah, that's right. But at the age of forty-five, which is how many years? Probably about seven years away from now is when i would want to have like a portfolio of properties that um you know whatever generating positive cash flow and we're currently on our third one so like buying one a year from here on in Um, i have this i've always wanted to be in those top six percent of people who when they get to a certain age um are in the wealthy or financially independent bracket and not dead or welfare (laughs) most of the others so what I want, uh, that's one of my uh, goals in terms of security for myself and my family. Uh, but ultimately, I just um, uh, I just want to have fun. What drives me? Just having fun. I, I don't know. I didn't tell you this yet in this interview, but my top three values are fun, fast, and fame. So I won't do it unless it's fun. It can be done very quickly because I just get too impatient. That's why we do Ultimate 48 hour author. And fame—it's going to bring me fame, but also my clients. So, what I deliver, like seminars, speaking events, authoring—it's all about building fame for your brand. So, so that's why.
1: Okay. So yeah, uh, obviously, you've you've achieved some great things, you know, with the, the different products and services you're offering. So, what are three things you wish you'd known before you started?
0: Um. <laughs> okay. So what would I have wished I known? I think, uh, I don't know if I would have wished. I don't think I would have done what I've done had I known how hard it would have been. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like, would I have wished I told my past self, look, it's actually gonna take a good two and a half years for a real hard slog to crack through and you know just start getting some uh, results. Um. Uh, more about I guess I've learned I've, whatever I've needed to learn work, I've gone out and gotten like I wanted to learn how to do publicity i will go and learn it I wanted to do a book I kind of did my first book on my own just finding my own way I didn't know people like me existed out there um, and things like that so I have figured it out along the way and I think the journey is perfect yeah. the way it is but always if can I maybe instead share the top three things people can must focus on when they begin Yeah, um, and that is networking. Okay. Minimum twice a week, minimum. Um, You know, some weeks you might do three events. Sometimes you do one. I think you need to get known in your immediate circle where you live Mm -hmm. uh, in order to start getting things off the ground. The second thing is definitely start social media as early as possible in your business because in the beginning, there'll be the crickets that are, uh, you know, playing and you're kind of thinking I'm posting but no one's liking or commenting and that's how it is in the early days because people are not sure what the hell you're doing, right? And then as, as time progresses and they keep, keep, keep seeing your name pop up, they'll start to warm up and where I used to get five likes on a post in day one, I get 300 you know, on a post nowadays or whatever, or lots of interaction and comments. Every year, the engagement grows as well if you're, if you're consistent. And that's number three is consistency. If you can only work 20 hours in your business, do 20 hours every week. Don't do five this week and 60 this week and then nothing for three weeks. So consistency is king. And um, and you've got to just, so people just get used to that. You'll always be around and they get the same amount of the same service, same experience, Um, And yeah, just people like to know what's going to (laughs) happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, what's next for you? You're obviously you you know you're big focused on the ultimate forty eight hour and a big focus of bums on seats. What do you see happening over the next couple of years for you and your business?
0: I want to go to America. I've never been there, even for a whole. Even if the first one was just to visit and have a holiday and check out what this place is like, because I'm European, so I always travel back to Europe. Yeah. Um, I do want to go there and we're using with Facebook marketing, I believe that if I just duplicated that and put it in that bigger market and filled my rooms, I mean, we just filled Sydney with 20 there, which is an awesome number for a half-day workshop, um, purely from the ads. I didn't do anything to get, because I usually get people myself rather little avenues. There's more than one strategy. But I thought, well, I don't have a network in the U.S., but if we can use and duplicate what we've done here, then um, then that's a great way to then potentially also run a retreat there at the end of a four- to six-week trip, you know? So I think that's that would be it. Um, and this year is all about the Bums on Seats book and the adventures with Francesca that we're going to have.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, look, if people want to get in touch with you and find out more about you and Bums on Seats and Ultimate 48-Hour Author, how do they get in touch with you?
0: Yes, yeah, so my, um, my website that most people should just go and check out because there's multiples, as, as you know, when we start out, there's multiple websites. But the ultimate48hourauthor.com.au is your website where, you, you know, everything about that particular program. But for your listeners also, I've decided to give them a gift of my full book, so the Ultimate 48 Hour Author book. So if they put the same URL, ultimate48hourauthor.com.au and then forward slash gift, um, then they'll be able to download the whole version and start taking themselves through the system, which, which is a very big how-to book. It's not your why should you do this and what is this all about. I actually give you all the templates and stuff in the book.
1: Fantastic. And so that's ultimate forty eight hour author, forty eight being the number four eight, ultimate forty eight hour forty eight hour author slash gift.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Fantastic. Bye. Hey, Natasha, thank you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. Wish you all the very best of success with your continuing Ultimate 48 Hour Author and with your Bumbers on Seats uh, projects. And uh, I look forward to hearing about you being fabulous and famous in the USA in the not-too-distant future.
0: Thanks, sorry, Pleasure.
1: Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening, and we hope you can get more success.